Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Fair Weather Podcast. Your boy, 2K Suave. I'm here with my dog, Alex Rodriguez, and we are back for another edition of the Fair Weather Podcast. It's the middle of the month. Um, I don't know if y'all realize, but the year is basically over. <laughs> like, you know, you got to get your shit together. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's it's coming. Like, December is going by really, fa- really fast for me. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, it's creeping up. Almost the end of the year. Almost beginning of the new year. That's so. crazy. Like okay, get, get your shit together. All right. So um just a quick recap of my day yesterday. Um I had a annoying day at work, right? But I remember I told you about my kickball league, right? It was game one, it was game opening round of the playoffs for, for our kickball team, uh for the yeah, for the team. And um I was running to home. This time my hamstring didn't mess up, so I'm like, yes, I hit home base. And then the guy tags me, and the ump called me out. And that was in the first inning. I don't, so I want to ask you from a baseball perspective, because I never played baseball, right? Like, because you've mm-hmm. obviously played. Like, when – if something like that happens to you early, right, does it throw you off the whole time? Because I was – the whole rest of the game, I just started – I was so mad because I knew I was home. But I, to, I, I was like, you, bro, like, you, you robbing me of a run. We lost by a run, by the way. We lost by one run. So like it came back and it just it just every every inning I would I had errors. I was dry. I missed the ball altogether one time. It was crazy. Damn, you got caught up in the moment. I did. Yeah, me, I don't I don't let things like that bother me, to be honest with you. Like a bad call, like a really bad call. It's happened. I mean, I mean, there's been plays where I've been called out, you know, sliding in a second or coming home either or. Um, even in softball, I mean, when I played softball, like there have been times that a lot of different leagues in in Tampa and in softball. So some yeah. co-ed ones where you go up and, you know, you hit a home run and then the guy behind them follows and hits a home run. They call him out automatically because of it's you know, guy, certain. It's, yeah, you can't go guy, guy. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 tough. I mean, I understand that. So bro, I was hot, bro. I was like, I, I just couldn't snap out of it, man. I just. It just, I don't know, man. Like, I started just, I psyched myself out. I've always been the kind of person that with stuff like that, I don't let it, I let it fuel me to do better and make me more. I remember, prime example, um, my old softball team, uh, we had a guy playing short who could not play short. And I've never played shortstop in my life. That's requires too much athletic ability. Yeah, it's a lot of athleticism. I'm I'm athletic, but I'm not the most athletic person I but would you say. Can, you could be a 41-year-old shortstop making uh, college career money. So <laughs> you could, but um that was, I'm competitive. <laughs> I don't I don't like to waste my nights to go out to lose on purpose. That's just that's just not me. I have a competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Well my shortstop kept missing balls being hit in that that were easily feelable and easy easy outs. So I moved him to the outfield and I told him I'm taking over short. And first play was hit to me. I got it, threw him out to first. Second play, he tried to hit it in the hole. I got it and I threw him out at first. The next one hit a pop-up. I got three outs right at shortstop. And I felt like an all-star after that. After no. that, nothing was getting past. That's me. a great feeling. <laughs> and I was locked down for that game. I mean, the team we played was pretty good. I'm pretty sure we ended up losing, but nothing was getting past me. I was making sure I was like sacrificing my body and, and diving and shit. But I mean, you just gotta 
you got to keep your head in the moment and stuff like that. Yeah, so I know that's like next season. Next season. Oh nah, I ain't gonna be no next season. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm a now that I got back into playing like some kind of competitive thing again. I'm gonna find a rec a rec basketball team league and and do that because I'm okay. that that's my sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I throw the ball to like first base, second base, whatever, they all make fun of me because I throw it like a basketball pass. Like I'm like yo, that's my natural all the time. It's my natural instinct. I don't know how to. This is what I go into. So, but okay. yeah, so. Quick little update on my uh, athletic <laughs> career. <laughs> <laughs> I struck out. They're playing kickball. It's insane. It's All right. Uh, we had um, a very interesting weekend of sports, uh, specifically with NFL and the World Cup. Um, we're not going to really talk basketball today, but, you know, like Golden State, love beat Boston. Like, this, you know, some st- stuff, stuff is happening in basketball, but we're not focused on basketball <laughs> right now. Yeah, I could talk about basketball all day, but I, mean, I know yeah, it's just uh, right now week, there's too much important football, soccer, the free agency market in uh, baseball has been, has been like wow, he went where? Like so, it's been kind of it's been keeping basketball in the back burner for a little bit. Also, hockey. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's a lot of really good teams in the league this year. So anyway, Thursday was the um, was the Baker Mayfield game. So we kick off week fourteen. With the most miraculous shit we've ever seen. Like, what the hell was that? We've been waiting for Baker. We've been waiting to see from Baker. How the hell, in less than 48 hours of, of being signed to the team, he already knows the playbook and shit. He's like, I'm like, bro, how is he doing this? Because he didn't look that good at first. And he got he got bailed out by, you know, some stupid boneheaded plays by uh, not by the Rams. But the, the one that pissed me off the most was that they they were like they played press coverage on 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 the last play of the game like it's fourth and you got to score and they played press coverage instead of you know you don't play press coverage on somebody who runs a four three forty like it's stupid what do you what do you what are you doing so that wasn't even a play that he needed to know from the playbook that was just oh that's common sense so I give him the fact that he is a baller as far as like a football player like I still don't think he's a good quarterback but he's one of those guys that are just. They they're 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 ballers. Like they don't give a damn. Yeah. They yeah, they just yeah. Baker. They play with torn shoulders and shit like idiots. <laughs> Baker Baker's got that dog in him, I think. I always I've always thought he's a good quarterback, but I just think he gets in his head too much. I think going to Cleveland is a a shit ton of pressure. Like they're they've been waiting for the second coming of the Messiah of a quarterback forever. And you know, they how many quarterbacks have gone through like in the past 20 years? Like 30, 40, something crazy. So he took him. He took him to the playoffs. I mean, I'm not saying he was, he was the greatest player on that team. There was definitely parts on that team that helped, but he was definitely a service. service I don't even player. think he's top ten player on that team. Well, shit, that's debatable. Nick um, Chubb automatically, Miles Garrett automatically, like yeah. It's like, let's not let's not break down the team, but I'm yeah. I'm just trying to say that I think that he's a good quarterback, and I think going to Cleveland was tough. I think. All the media endorsements out the date out the gate for the guy like really played fucked with his head. The the whole Duke Johnson thing first day there, the team was like, "Yo, chill with that." Then the team bought into the Baker thing. Then the whole OBJ thing happened. And there was turmoil in the in the on the team. Then you go to a team like the Panthers, and there's no pressure there. Identity crisis though. It's a there's team no with pressure, identity. man. They 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 just trying to. They're a bad football organization right now. Like, yeah, yeah. The GM sucks. The coaching is crazy, terrible. They, 
They are, but at the same time, it's like you would think a guy like Baker Mayfield would be the guy to start, but then they got P.J. Walker, who's doing really good, and he takes his job. And then yeah. Sam Darnold comes back, like, well, Sam Darnold's going to take your job now. We're going to cut you. Like, But that's that Baker's shit, fault. That is Baker's fault. And he did. Act, he that's actually acted. He asked to be cut. So to his yeah. defense, and I, he want to be third string. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's a guy who gets in his head too much. That's his thing. And like right now, the, the John Walford ain't going to take your job. And the other guy, Bryce, whatever his name is, Price, whatever, he ain't going to take your job. Yeah. Like it's it's Baker's team now to the end of the season. And, and the Rams ain't going anywhere. It's a so. good sample size. The Rams are not going to make the playoffs, but it's a good sample size to see what they have because, you know, they can offer him a, a nice backup. I mean, Stafford is getting old. So it's not yeah. like, I mean, like, He's having like issues with his shoulders, his arms, and stuff like that. Like that doesn't just go away. Your quarterback, you need to throw the football. So he's Baker old. can he's be old. in line for like a a wire Fitzpatrick kind of role. Yeah, like, or a guy who's waiting in the looms for something to happen that you can just take over. Like it's perfect. It's the perfect thing for you to have for for Baker. Perfect, perfect place for Baker to fall to, in my opinion. I think he becomes the next Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a you know kind of a funny guy, kind of an ego, you know chip on the shoulder, rah-rah. And I feel like there's always going to be a team that wants him in the locker room. Even if he's going 4-10 and 10 or whatever, if they need a bridge quarterback, he's going to sell tickets. He's going to get people to want to come to the team. And then you bring who you want, you know, you draft with who you want to draft or whatever. So I think that's the role that he played Thursday night is going to be the role that he's going to be for the rest of his career is, you know, he's the ba- he's the real, the best backup in the league. That he become, That's what he's going to become. So which is Ryan, which was Ryan Fitzpatrick for 15 years. So I anyway, I know he's the number one overall pick, so it's kind of weird, but sucks to suck. You carved this is what you carved out. So yeah, that, so but it was nonetheless impressive, uh um uh, impressive fourth quarter and all that stuff. Again, and then to on the flip side, you know, the Raiders, man. Is 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 Josh McDaniels a good coach? Or like, are you, like, is he a good coach? All that talent and can't produce. But it's, or is it Derek Carr? I see. I don't want to put it on Derek Carr. I, I, I do, and I. Do. It's, it's fifty. It's like Tom Brady and Bucks. I would say, say like Tom Brady. And the, Derek Carr's had to go through so many co- coaches, man. It's like his fourth coach that he's been there and playbooks. He's like, a professional. <laughs> he is a professional, but you got to take that into consideration too. Sometimes, man, like. I don't know. It's I like Derek Carr. There's just games where I see him throw it all out there and and still lose. Like we could have the same conversation where he throws for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and they lose by a field goal. So yeah. I don't really put it on Derek Carr. I put it more on the coaching is what I, I would put it on because he has excellent games and he has subpar games. But most of his games are I would say at least mediocre, fifty percent most of the time. Uh I don't know. Like I always, I always feel like I see a lot more bad than good when I watch his games. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. But so this regular season, he's 62 percent completion percentage, which is bad right now in this era of football. That's down to be bottom five. Three thousand one hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, ten interceptions, eighty nine point four quarterback rating. It's not. It's average. That's literally what he is. He's to me, he's just very average. And now he's blessed with the fact that he has Devontae Adams. We can just like, oh, he's over there, and he'll catch everything. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and I don't think. I don't think McDaniel. I don't know if he can. 
I don't know, man. Like being an offensive coordinator is cool, but it's not head coach. Like you're the CEO of the players, basically. You know, like you run all that stuff down there. I don't know if he's built for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. We saw what happened in um, Denver. He was there. He had a winning season, I think, his first season, and then it just shit the bed. Downhill. Got fired in the middle of the season. Like, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it's his second year and tuning of the players and and things like that. I. Who knows, man? But he's got like a. a they got to keep. They got to keep Josh Jacobs, man. Josh Jacobs woke up this year because it's contract year. Where did that come from? I you know contract nobody saw this coming. But contract, I always say this with players: when it's contract year, they're gonna play their hearts out, man. Um, I gotta look, remember that for fantasy next year. <laughs> I I do it every. I'm like, is it contract year? I'm like getting this guy, man, because I know he needs to get paid. Secrets um, on the Fairweather podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs, man. Um. He's always had it. Like he's he's got that darn mentality, but oh, Bro, he's man. a he's an Alabama player. <laughs> he is, but like first year, first year, what a stud. And then second year was like, okay, you know, your second year was it was okay. And then everything after that was like, well, we're gonna get a running back to replace you. And it's like, damn, you're really gonna yeah. get rid of Josh Jacobs like that? You're gonna forget about yeah. him. And then he said, Hold my beer, I'm gonna show you why I'm still good. So um, yeah, they they've definitely gotta find a way to keep him. Uh, Devonte Adams is 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 great. No, no matter what, um, the defense. The, you know they got Chandler Jones and they got your boy Max Crosby. That that's two like that's two like amazing defensive players. And the but defense be doing stupid shit. Yeah, there's no secondary though. There's like literally no secondary. Yeah, there. they gotta address that in the draft this year. They gotta they gotta address the secondary and they gotta address the um. The linebackers. They went and got a secondary in the first round, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I don't remember. The kid from Northwestern or whatever, the safety. I could have swore. Um, um, God, what was his name? Coig or something like that. Yeah, like Morig, Tre- Trevor, Tre- Trevor, Trevor Morig, something like that. Yeah. I think they got him, but yeah, th- there's a lot of things they got to address, and. and I still think the Chucky thing is still hanging over a little bit. So give it a year to fizzle out. And then I don't think so. I think Versace got that stuff I, out of it at I, the end of the I year. Think you and I both preach this. They fucked up. They shouldn't have let the head coach. Bro, that, was, the- that man was a dog. bro. <laughs> he was- got that locker room like this. Like that was, that was, but you know, Al, Al, Al Davis, he got to make the big hire, the splashy hire. He's like Jerry Jones. That's what they do. Uh, so I don't know. It's just, well, what, what's uh, is it Al? What's Al Davis's son's name? Who knows? They they both look alike. They look they both look goofy. Um, but Mark Davis, Mark Davis. Yeah, man. The the Raiders. We thought that division was going to be competitive, but it's not. Yeah. It's running away with the Chiefs, and yeah, I don't know. Oh, and another thing from that game, Jalen Ramsey. I don't think he's him anymore. <laughs> oh, this is a conversation that's been had. Like I talked to me and my coworkers had that conversation last week. We're like, yeah, he's not number one anymore. Like, no, he's. I I don't think he's playing with the same intensity because his team is bad. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, but I, I think yeah. at the same time, my man's been slipping since the Super Bowl. No, but, since Mike Evans caught that bomb on him, then the Super Bowl he got destroyed. By T. Higgins and uh and Jamar Chase. Well, you remember the shit talking he was giving Devontae Adams when he was in um what was it, Green Bay? Right. He was like, he never caught a touchdown. I mean, then he did that quick little slant to get the touchdown it on came him. Back, yeah. I mean, that was 
whatever that was inevitable to happen it was what a yard to get but yeah it was at the end like a one or two yard line i remember that yeah. yeah it was it was whatever but i mean you knew he was going to show out you knew he was going to come for for blood so now nah, jalen jalen sorry jalen you, you're not number you're not the guy no more like there's there's a boy in uh denver uh pat Sertain, dog there's a boy where in denver pat Sertain. where in denver there's a boy in New York that's really. I was gonna get to sauce, but let me start with the West, and I was like, "What my way east?" There's a boy in Denver. There's that boy in New York. Both of them boys in New York. Uh, there's some cats in in Florida. I mean, there's some there's some corners out there that you know. I mean, there's a cat in Philadelphia, maybe two. There's two, in maybe three. <laughs> maybe one healthy. Yeah, yeah, one healthy, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not him no more. So, all right, and let's my, go to another game. I don't want to stick on these two trash teams. Like, these two West Coast. It was a good guys. game, though. It was a really good game. All right, all right. The funny game of the week to me, though, was um, <laughs> the 49ers versus the Bucks, man. So I don't normally go out to watch football. You know, I like to just keep to myself. I watch the Eagles spank up the Giants. So the 4 o'clock games, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going out. So um, I go to, um, what's that place called? Bar Howard. That place is tired. I'm so tired of Soho. I don't know why I went, but I went to Bar Howard, and um, it's filled with Bucks fans everywhere, and they're uh, crying, the and I'm laughing at the TV. I'm like, yo, because I'm like, yo, this is this is what I expected. Uh, they spanked them like they they dog curb man, like redheaded stepchildren. Right. I was so. My question for that one is. Are the Bucks that bad, or is San Francisco just that good? We've been, if you have we've to been, weigh one way heavy uh, more, I would say the Bucks are that bad. I think they're just not on the same page. Everybody's not on the same page. Yeah. We've been putting this all season, man. I told y'all we've in the summer, all season. We've I told saying, y'all during the summer, this does not smell good. It does not smell good. You're right. I don't think Tom Brady really wants to be there. Oh hell he no! He's already weighing his options. Exactly. I was gonna say you saw like he's come saying, on, man. He's, like, he's not gonna be there. I think you know, you know, my hot take. I think he wants to go to, to Las Vegas. That's bro, bro. We on we on the same accord. I'm like, I think he wants to go. I was like, Derek Carr's having this kind of a season, and Devontae Adams is there. Oh, he's going to Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels is his uh former offensive coordinator shit. Definitely going to uh the Raiders. We can put that on uh, December 14th. We said this shit. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. So it's going to, man. It, it would make sense. But I mean, if you've got a you got a player like Mike Evans, that's what I don't get. You Yo, what's a, wrong with their relationship? I don't know, man. Like I, I don't get it. I, I haven't I'm not one to sit there and like dive deep into everything, but it just doesn't like I remember when when Tom first got there, he was Evans everywhere. Was perfect, yeah. Evans everywhere. And if Evans wasn't open, it was it was down the middle to Godwin every time. And and it, and it worked. And when those guys got hurt, the little guys stepped up and they did their thing. But Tom's under throwing guys. Yeah. Tom's connecting. Tom's not even looking at Evans. Again, the first half, I think he looked at Evans twice. Yeah. And I know the 49ers got a good defense, but that game against the Saints, when I watched that thing live and left early like an idiot, um, dude, he, he could not hit him. And like that's that should be your guy right there. Without Marshawn Lattimore, Marshawn wasn't on the field. Yeah, hitting that guy in stride every every play, but 
I, I don't know. The the Bucks are they're a headache, man. They're a headache to watch because so much they're talent. boring as shit because they don't bro, they they've only scored over 22 points what twice this season or something like that. Once or twice this season. Like that. Come on, man. Like Brady's Brady's like passing yards are good. Like when you look at his passing yards, they're good. Because he throws but, 59 times a game. Because exactly. they don't they don't know how to run the ball no more. No, I, I know that, but still his, his passing numbers are good. His completions percentage is down. But it's insane to think that one year, only one year, and he's like fell off a cliff. Hey, like, Rod, that's how it happens. It does. Every great quarterback falls off of a cliff. Like, bruh, Peyton Manning, the year they won the Super Bowl and he retired, he got benched for Brock Osweiler. Okay. <laughs> Brock Osweiler took his job. Peyton Manning, the like what to me, the the GOAT for real. I, I don't know, I'll keep that to myself. They just took just, he got hurt a little bit, and they said, "Yo, just sit, sit, sit this shit out for the rest of the season." <laughs> Brock Osweiler, like it was actually a question: Should they start Brock Osweiler in the Super Bowl over Peyton Manning? That was a real question at that time. Off of a cliff, Brett Favre, but, hey, but but at the same time, he went out in stride. He went out in the sunset and knew it was time to call it a career. Yeah, Brett, smart. Well, you know, you got that kind of defense. I'm like, yo, I might just dog it this year, but they gonna carry me home. <laughs> They gonna carry me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this ring. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't. Tom, wait. First of all, we talking about Tom going to Las Vegas. That, do we really think he's gonna pay another season at 46? Yeah, fuck yeah. He's 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 not dating anybody. He's not married anymore. Bruh, his dog. That his wife was holding him back that bad. I'm, I'm funny. Tom is a natural competitor, man. And if, and if you win a Super Bowl and you get really close. And you gotta like you feel like you got more in the tank. Like I think Tom is a competitor like that. They're going I backwards think- right now. They won the Super Bowl. The year after that, they lost in the division around. The year after that, they're six and seven and six and seven. They still like the playoffs and still are it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like that's still are we scary. sure? Are we sure? They play Cincinnati this week. Bro, that's I another we- L. I thought they were gonna choke, bro. And th- those fuckers are they're a question they're, mark. Cincinnati's gonna whoop that ass. They probably will. But Joey I B. Would, I still wouldn't be surprised you, if Tom you Brady saw how him. you saw how Brock Purdy, young Mister Irrelevant, looked up at Tom Brady and then went and been dogged him. Right? Everyone's been comparing Joe Burrow to Tom Brady already. Tom, Joe Burrow gonna go in there here and just dog him. Same shit. <laughs> Joey B. We talk about Joe Burr, bro. <laughs> it is. It is what it is, man. I'm just saying it's Tom Brady still, man. Like I, my it's money not Tom saying. Brady. This is Tom. This oh, is Thomas. <laughs> that's not Tom no more. That's Thomas. Whatever, bro. The dude wins. Like that Saints game was in the bag for the Saints, and he came. That's back the Saints' on. fault. But that's the Saints' fault. They do stupid shit. Still win. He still won the fucking game. At Bruh, the same time. He did, they did stupid shit. That's the Saints' fault. So so did the fucking um the Rams too. The Rams too. Yeah. Stupid. That's two more losses he should have right now. The Bucks are terrible. The, the 49ers, they're good. I really do think they're really good. Like, they're Listen, really, I'm really not. good team. I, I think they're a good team, too. Even with Brock Purdy there. Like, Brock Bro, Purdy's... It's the same offense. But... Just dump it off to him. Dump it off to him. Most simple you don't got to be flashy. You don't got to be flashy. And everybody thinks as you get a quarterback, he's got to go out there and be super flashy. I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, and he was the most unflashiest quarterback I've ever seen play the game. Super Bowl, hit, dump it off here. <laughs> Toss exactly. it over here. <laughs> Exactly, and they got guys that know how to run slant routes and and fifteen yard routes, and that's all you. Rex Grossman hit. once made the Super Bowl. We talk about Rex, Rex, sexy Rexy, 
Once made a Super Bowl. Oh, sexy Rex. That's just Rex. Rose, unsexy man. Rexy. <laughs> made a that Super Bowl. He's a blob, man. Blah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it, I mean, it's 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 there, but yeah, man. I I think the Bucks are just really really bad, and the record shows it. The division shows it. Like you should be running away with that division. That's just and the funny as that, hell, man. The fact that they lose a game every week <laughs> when another team wins, like every week, like the the teams won, like we we still have a chance. You're telling me there's a chance, but they, bro, the Falcons should have been took them, and Carolina should should have already took them too. Carolina has a tie. Yo, Carolina has a tiebreaker right now. If t- Carolina wins that second game, though, they got the tiebreaker over the Bucks. <laughs> Embarrassing shit, dog. We just made fun of that organization to open the show about how horrible of an organization they are. And they still have a chance to win the, uh, their division. So, football, sports. <laughs> sports ball, man. Yeah, Bucks suck, man. I don't care what the Bucks fans say. Get off your high horse. You guys are trash. All right. Never another game I wanted to just get out the way. Detroit and Minnesota. You called it. How is Detroit favorite in that game? Right? I'm pretty sure I picked. I don't I remember pick? actually, and I don't, I don't really care. First of all, Vegas is fuck is is insane. I they knew Detroit was gonna win that game. They opened up like with Detroit winning that game. They don't have no you look at go look at the Vikings record, right? They're second in the NFC right now, and they're being outscored this season. They're in the negative. Like, they've given up more points than they've scored, and they're 10-3 and three and second in the, in the NFC. Like, it doesn't make sense. And you called it with Dan, well, Dan, Dan, Dan Campbell, right? Yeah, you called it with Dan. That team, man, they... They'd run through a wall for that, man. Bro, Jamison Williams off of ACL surgery. First touchdown. game, first catch, touchdown. Second, second game, second game. No, that's his first game. Second game. That was the second game because I had him in fantasy last week and he didn't do anything. Second game. Every oh well, his first catch. First catch. Yeah. His first catch ever is a touchdown. You know what I mean? So, damn, like that's just that's some shit that they, and then to end the game on third down, they have to get the first down right on third and oh, eight. God, they throw it. the ball. To Penae Sewell, bro, like the dynamite tackle for the Detroit Lions, 368 pounds. They dump dump it off to him, eight-yard game, first down, game over. Like that, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, no, Dan Campbell is for real. Like, you know who I can compare Dan Campbell to? And I'm not trying to be like a homer or anything. That's Nick Sirianni. He's the same way. Like, I watch all the press conferences. I watch all the locker room shit. Nick Sirianni. Like we're twelve and one because of Nick Sirianni and J- Jalen Hurts and Howie Roseman actually too, but Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are like they're so they bounce off of each other like really well. And you look at I look at Jared Goff, he's the same way. He's real quiet to himself, chill. And Dan Campbell, rah rah rah. Jalen Hurts, chill, calm, you know, just collected. And Nick Sirianni is yeah yeah like yelling in the crowd like he's crazy. So I think when you have that kind of uh, that yin and yang kind of relationship with your coach, I think it just works together. And when you have, and then when you're that type of person, the defense, even though they're not that good, they're going to, they're going to try. Like they're going to make that extra play. if They have to like, it inspires the whole team to play. Well, the offensive line is going to block better. It's like, you know, James, uh, what's it, uh, Jamal Williams is going to get 
into the end zone 11 times, 12 times, 13, whatever times is here. So I don't know, man. Detroit, I think Detroit's better than Minnesota. If you, if you want to be honest, <laughs> I think Detroit's better than Minnesota. I, I'm I'm a huge Dan Campbell fan. You already know that, man. Um, That hard knocks, watching him on hard knocks was like humbling to see the way that he coaches. He hates cutting players. That's that's gut wrenching to yeah. him. He hates you got to have an attachment to the, to the. It happened to him. You know, Miami gave up on him as a head coach, mm-hmm. um, and then he got the right tutelage under Sean Payton and got this opportunity. So, Dan Campbell is an emotional coach, and I don't want to be a homer either. Like I could compare him for me would be like Sexy Rexy. I yeah. see a lot of Sexy Rexy. Ah, Dan, Dan Campbell is in his own in his own field. Like Dan Campbell is weird. Dan Campbell's like that anime kid that everybody gets along with at, at, yeah. at school. Uh, he's, he's super weird, but um, his coaching style, like, he's he's like that boss that you want. He's that boss that, like, doesn't micromanage you. He just knows that I need this. I need you to do this. He's like, you know, you're... And he's you're, engaged uh, with his workers. He's engaged with them. Like, he he's he's there for them. Open door policy nonstop yeah. with them. And just, like, they'll run through a wall for him. Uh, he'll run through a wall for them. Like he, he he'll doing, run through two walls for his players. That's how that's yeah. how much he loves those those, those he, guys. He was doing the workouts with his players. He yeah. was doing so he doing was like, up downs. He was doing yeah. 20, 30 up. You know, how, yo. First of all, you never done an up down before in the heat on the grass in full pads. They're they're not comfortable at all. And like it's it's like we used to get punished by doing up downs and gassers. So like. They're not cool, and your coach is doing it with you twenty five times. Hey, that's what I want to play for. I would want to play for him, and he's yeah. making Detroit cool again to come play for. And I and I like cool seeing again. That when was it cool? <laughs> it was. I mean, it when Megatron it's never been, been cool to play for the Lions. It, it hasn't. But still, I grew like, up in Detroit, and I'm not a Lions fan for a reason. There was, and we had Barry Sanders, and I could it, not it support is. that team. It is the Lions, but it's still like I mean they they had their time and. It's it's unfortunate, but he's making it a play. It's, he's making it fun to play in Detroit, and that's the guy I would want to play for. So, yeah, man, they the way they beat Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's gonna have to lose a few. It's inevitable. It's a divisional game. It's tough, and I think they're on a three three game win streak too. So I think the fact that they were I gotta play them this week. I gotta play them this week, man. I think the fact that Vegas opened with Detroit as favorites is disrespectful to Minnesota. So, in my opinion, and I always say Vegas knows what the hell they're talking about. They just, they use so many algorithms and whatever to figure this shit out. That's how they're so good. That's why Vegas has has won more than people have, you know what I mean? So, the fact that they already know Detroit's better than Minnesota, like, that, that's telling to me that Minnesota is a, is a p- potential for, like, a one-and-done team in the playoffs. Like, they're going to get the two seed, maybe the three seed, depending on what the Cowboys do. Um, they're gonna have to play Washington. I'll take Heineke. I'll take Taylor Heineke over Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Like I'm not even lying. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but to me, he doesn't have that raw passion for like playoff football. To me, so I'll take Heineke. I saw him go toe to toe with Tom Brady. <laughs> I never heard yeah. of him, and then he goes toe to toe with Tom heart. Brady. He's got heart. And another thing is like Jared Goff. You always said he's a good quarterback. He's he's playing like he should be there. Like. Lions shouldn't be looking for a quarterback in the draft, that's for sure. They need to work so, on that defense. Work on that defense and get some better players. But Jared Goff, I'm not saying he's the truth, but he's playing like a 
like a solid one quarterback right he's now. He's been to a you know, we'll talk about uh uh Rex Grossman and tell Trent Dilfer. Uh he's been to a Super Bowl as well. And his yeah. I mean we know shopping Vay did a lot, but he still has to go out there and make the plays, right? So he's been to a Super Bowl. Like he's not a bad quarterback, and they don't have to focus on that. But they have uh the Rams pick and the Rams are trash. So Baker Mayfield's about to determine their fate. <laughs> Basically, I don't know, man. But speaking of people, I want to play for though. Like, I want to get to our quarterbacks and our and our team situations real quick. So I know you got Mike White. I I know you've been following along with the injuries and shit. Like, what's going on with him? And and I saw they just moved Zach Wilson to number two. Um. Yeah, Zach Wilson's moved to. Um. I have no issue with that. Uh, Mike White's gonna play next week. He's already. I heard his ribs is not is not good. Yeah, his ribs his ribs are messed up. He took a pretty fucking hard hit, um, and you expect that against a, a Buffalo team. I, I would oh, yeah. expect coming for blood. And a divisional game, and it was cold as shit out there. <laughs> yeah, um, Mike White will be fine, I think, and and Zach Wilson too. I'm okay with that. Flacco, he's basically the clipboard guy. I mean, he started off the season as a starter. I think Mike White wasn't ready to go. We're not a hundred percent yet, but my question to you: What if what if he gets in and he uh, like what if he does have to play uh, Zach Wilson? Do you think the energy of the team is going to go back down again, like how it used to be, or do you I think it's still motivated? Because I don't know, I don't know that relationship that he had with them is just I don't know. Like Zach Wilson is when the he said was... when he said oh, no yeah. when they asked you know if it's his he feel he let them down. Like that was a personal attack to me. I'm like, bro, your defense did everything they could for you. So they they did, and that was a horrible answer. But it's been two weeks since that, and you got to go in the locker room with these guys all the time. I'm sure he's doing everything he can to repair it. I'm sure he's not the kind of guy that looks isolated. I look at like the videos all the time, and it shows him with players. So it, it looks like there's good rapport there um, with the but team. You know, if he needs, he don't got the relationship with Garrett. Yo, Garrett Wilson looks like a number. The first round draft pick now. All of a he sudden, does. he looks he like the, he looks the part now, and he was not looking like that in the early part of the season. So, that's a huge relationship that you need to have because your offense, your defense is good. It's your offense that you need to you know get into gear. Yeah. And if Garrett Wilson is off, no, um, girl, I mean, girl, we'll say Corey Davis is having a good year too, man. Like under the radar. Um, but. I don't want to think about Zach Wilson coming in the game. If he has to come in the game, he has to, but it better be because Mike White is hurt. So I wouldn't I mean, want that would be the reason why. Oh, absolutely it would be. Or he's just playing horribly. I mean, rib, no, ribs, bad ribs hurt, bro. Like that, that's that's you do all your motion with your when you throw the ball, all your ribs. I know, but I they already cleared him to play. And I I trust our medical staff. Like our medical staff has not like kept a guy in that shouldn't have been in there. So it look it looks good to go. Mike White even said he's good to go. So he practiced today. Um, but yeah, Zach Wilson of the two, it's whatever to me. I just don't want to see him in the game because I don't think he's going to win us ball games. I think that he's a liability when he's on the field and it will cost you games because he threw for negative 24 yards in the second half of the last game he played. Right, that was... um, I, you think, but, all right, how you, how you feel about the rest of the season for your team? You think. You got so your next your last four games are the Lions, Jags, Seahawks, and Dolphins. Y'all are yeah. like right on the cusp of you know getting in and not getting in. There's no, there's no easy there's no easy win there. And I, I was thinking 
Excuse me. I was thinking that the Lions are going to be an easy win. I was thinking that the Jags are going to be an easy win, but they're playing good football. Yeah, do more, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be scrappy games. It's it's going to be – defense is going to do its job. Defense is going to do its job. I'm not worried about the defense unless somebody gets hurt. <clears throat> um, but offense has to has to be there. And, and Mike White, before he got sent out the game, he played a great game. He was playing a great game. He held them to seven points at the half. And no, no problem there. Not a not a problem at all. So I got no issues with Mike White as quarterback. I just these are games they can win. The next three games for sure are games they can win. They and, and yeah, I, that's the thing. The games that they can win, win, but they're tough. <laughs> they're gonna be tough. They're going to be tough, yes. But they can win those games. Those are games that they can win. They can outwit Dan Campbell, as, as much as I don't want to say that. They can outwit um uh, Dougie P. They can outwit Pete Carroll to beat it. But there's there's so many factors that are playing there. There's so many factors. Like the Lions are fighting for a playoff spot too. Yeah. The Jags are fighting for their division right now. Yeah. The the um the Seahawks, Geno's coming back to New York. Wouldn't you love to stick it to that team? And the, yeah. Dolphins, and the Dolphins, like you already lost one of these Jamokes. You want to lose the second one? Like, come on. They don't want to. Yeah, like that's that. like, tough, bro. That's tough. It could, and it could very well come down to us or the Dolphins making it into the playoffs. Because the Dolphins are slipping right now. Dolphins have lost the last two games. We lost the last two games. We're one game behind the Dolphins. So anything is possible. Damn. Oh, damn. I mean, I mean, it's even the Patriots, the Patriots are heavy y'all in the standards right now. Cause they got the tiebreaker yeah. on y'all. So y'all are like, y'all, that's bad for y'all. Y'all y'all lost to the uh Dolphins and the Patriots, right? Already? So you don't have to tie. You won't have to tie break in any of those situations. We didn't lose to the Dolphins. No, we lost to the Patriots and the Bills. That's it. Oh, okay. Patriots and the Bills. Y'all split with the Bills. Split with the Bills twice to the Patriots. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'll be tough. Now y'all might see. It. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then over to my side, just real quick. Yo, I like I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Like for real. I I it, and you know what how comforting it is and you'll know the feeling when you have a bad quarterback you the way you sit and watch a game you're sitting a little bit forward like on edge right but when you have Jalen Hurts bro I sit down on my couch reclined <laughs> feet up and everything because I'm like yo we solid bro we got that man at quarterback. They, uh, Miles Sanders talked about it. He was like, he was like, um, Jalen Hurts, he's older than Jalen Hurts. Like, Miles Sanders is older than Jalen Hurts. But in reality, Jalen Hurts is like 35 compared to Miles Sanders because they say he's yeah. like an old soul. He listens to classical old music. He's like very calm and collected. He doesn't like key, key, key on the sideline. Like, he's. Oh, you saw it. You posted the video. Bruh. The video of him on the sideline when. The receivers were like, like cracking. They cut it up like, like skilled players do. He he's stone face. I'm like, God damn that man. So I like when you have somebody like him, <laughs> I'm good. I'm solid. <laughs> so and, and and I'm sorry, fuck Booger McFarlane, what he said the other day on the on the show. Did you watch um when he was oh, on TV? No Booger McFarlane? What are you, what are you saying? Booger McFarlane said he has no respect for he. He 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 didn't say he didn't have respect for Jalen Hurts, but he said 
Jalen Hurts doesn't do anything for me because the way he lost to the Bucks in the in the playoffs last year. Dude, this dude is playing out of his mind. This dude Are is playing out of his me? mind. I'm, I'm That's not what he said. he said. He said, and the, and everybody clowned him. Uh, Scheffner clowned him. Uh, uh, who else was out there with him on the on the show? Randy Moss. Um, uh, I don't think Randy Moss was there. I can't remember. They all were clowning. They were like, you got to be kidding me. This kid's playing out of his mind and it's an MVP candidate right now. So you can't, you can't blame a man for that. And and on top of that, like that team had holes in it this year. They Bro, we had no receivers. <laughs> we had Devontae. Yeah, exactly. That was it. You put the best quarter on, on the bucks on our rookie receiver in his first playoff game on the road. Who is he throwing the ball to? Like, yo, that exactly. was, uh, the way I know it looked bad. It, it did. It was, but the oh, yeah, circumstances made it that way. Like that was a tough place to be in. Like you're you're under duress all game. Your best receiver is being blanketed, and you have nowhere else to throw the football. Like you're and you're running for your life. So like, I I gave I I, I never gave up on him because of that game. I was like, nah, nah, this is this is tough. But when I when it came to his leadership, you could, I mean I, I saw year one. As a rookie, I was like, oh, this dude, he going to take that man's job. <laughs> Carson Wentz, that man going to take your job. Like, because you can just see how the team, it's like, it's like, uh, like uh, kittens and the cat or whatever, right? You know how they all go to the cat because they need that cat and they just look up to the cat, right? You know what I mean? Like, they need it. The way those players look up to Jalen Hurts is like, they look at him like he's the boss, like. He runs shit on that team and to be better not cross him. So the respect they have for him and the respect that him the, that they have for Nick Sirianni and back. Like Nick Sirianni, the same with Dan Campbell. Nick Sirianni loves his his players, bro. Like I see his post-game yeah. shit, like I said. And he, you know, he was doing the the victory speech. He was like AJ Brown over a thousand yards. Miles Sanders over a thousand yards. Then like he's like calling them out, like calling out every player that did did well and you could just see the team was just like they all root for each other so when you have that kind of cohesion and the coaching staff is solid like, like Gannon is doing well on defense uh offense coordinators uh, I can't even say pronounce his name he's doing fine on offense special teams now our punt returner is now playing well all of a sudden so we got all three phases we got Jalen Hurts I feel good <laughs> Should. The Eagles look good. I got they've looked good all, all year, even when they have the one loss against a divisional opponent. It's it's inevitable yeah, to happen. That was just a fluke. That was just a fluke game. Regardless, whatever, like perfect season, can't be cocky. Can't at the end of the year win it all. Yeah. Win it all. Win it all. They'll remember you when you win it all. Like, yeah, yeah they'll remember if you went, you know, untouched, whatever. But that's one in a billion chance that that could happen. And any given Sunday, anything can happen, especially against a divisional opponent. Yeah. They go up. They go look what the Lions just did. The Lions, Bruh, are, you know, favored. They were favored. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> Insane. All right, yeah. all right. So uh, let's move on to uh, yo sport. Yo My sport. 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 Baseball. Oh, we talking baseball now? Yeah, the people was getting paid. People, people been getting paid, paid. People was getting paid, paid, and people are waiting to see who goes where to get paid, paid, paid. So. You can thank uh, your little boy, Trey Turner, signing with the Phillies. So, Carlos Correa. Price tag went up. Shit, yeah. 13 <laughs> years. What was it 13, 360 or something like that? Who, Correa? 
Yeah, three fifty. Yeah, so I actually have a uh, I have all the the salaries up right now that are on Sports Track uh, that kind of that shows everybody's deal. So first of all, so yo, Aaron Judge is thirty already. That that yeah. that shit blows my mind, bro. I thought he was like twenty five. Nah, he's he was an uh he was a late call up. Um, yeah, like his nine years in the league. Like, he's like, damn. Um, yeah. his average salary is forty million dollars a year, bro. Forty mil. 40 mil. Correa is third is 26. Dog, 40 mil, 26. But he's getting 26 million dollars for the next 13 years. My man's gonna be playing shortstop at 41. Bro, they're gonna hate that deal, dog. They gonna they're gonna have to bonilla him or something, bro. They'll hate it, or they just move him to first or something, or second yeah. or something. It'll it'll happen, it'll play out. They they do this because they have you gotta give their agents their their dues, man. Their agents talk them into this thing, and teams are just hey. like, "We'll we'll buy into get it." Get that you bread, know. bro. Get that bread. <laughs> They'll do it. Like Judge will, Judge will eventually become a first baseman, most likely, or, or just a DH, kind of like Big Poppy. So yeah, yeah, he should, yeah, he has to be the Big Poppy for the for that team now. Yeah, man. But he sells the tickets. He puts the people in the stands. He man. got New York on his back. He he, took, he you know how like Derek Jeter looks like a New Yorker. Yo, this man looks like a New Yorker to me. I know he's from California, but his solid build, I'm like, bro, that's that dude's from Queens, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, that's how I look at him. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's the city loves him, man, and, yeah. and they should. So pray it all pray it all pans out, man. But yeah, there's a lot of players that are getting paid now. Speak, um, yo, probably. speak speaking about we talk about Big Poppy. How should Red Sox fans feel today? Oh, I check in with Vic and Sammy every day, man. They're is it bad? It's bad, man. Like the the faithful are are really like going in on Kyle Bloom, man. They they hate him. You couldn't retain. You couldn't. Re- so you you get there as the GM, and you immediately get rid of Mookie Betts for no All Stars. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, yeah. Come on, man. You get rid of him for no All Stars. I mean, Alex Verdugo is good, but he's not Mookie Betts. Yeah, he's not Mookie Betts. <laughs> and then you get rid of a generational shortstop that's been there forever with that team, who's paid his dues at playing third, and then put him in the shortstop position. He's been locked down for years and years to, that he's been there, and he's batted three hundred, and he's hit twenty at least twenty five homers, and driven in at least eighty RBIs every season. Like the guy is good, and you let him walk. You don't, you don't pay that man. I mean, I maybe they're high on this kid Jeter Downs, but I mean, right. I'm not. Xander Bogarts, bro. It is. It's Xander. Xander Bogarts. Bogarts is a. You don't let somebody like that go for, for nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Red Sox fans have to be upset. They whiffed on a lot of shit. They went and signed one of the Japanese players, which so yeah. Which is, I mean, does that make up for anything? Like he's okay. I mean, no. his stats look great. I get it, but. Oh, that's that's over there. Does it transit over here? Like exactly. doesn't. I mean, historically, a lot of the Japanese players that come over here, they do very, very well. Um, but it's it's not it's not a proven thing until you get to see it here. Not not in Japan. Japan, it's not the same type of competition over yeah. here. So, I no, it doesn't. Because when you look at that lineup now. Um, JD Martinez is still a free agent, he's not there anymore, and that should be your everyday DH. Like, that guy should yeah. still be there and should retire Red Sox. I don't care what you say, but um, Xander Bogart should have been back at first base. It's it's a toss up, it's it's really anybody over there. 
at second base, it's it's another toss, or it's it's it's, it's whoever over there. Shortstop, you're probably going to have Trevor Story playing there, which is a good shortstop. You'll have him there. And we guessed this last year, talking with Tony, we thought this is what was going to happen. Trevor Story, if they can't retain Bogarts, Trevor Story will take over that. But still, mm-hmm. that's 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 like you just ripped out my heart, and now you're they go with, with they go lose Devers too. They they better not if they if they lose Devers, it's mm-hmm. over, bro. Like their yeah. fans are gonna hop off a cliff. And historically, they're a team that that you know are kind of like the Yankees. They buy, they buy big players. And that's not, no, I, I I forgot who I asked. Like, did I ask? I don't know if I asked you last week. Like, are the Red Sox broke? <laughs> they're not broke. Like, just, they they no, Fenway Sports is a pretty damn big deal. It is. I I think they're still cleaning up from Dombrowski deals. They got they got Liverpool on the pay t- on the uh on the uh whatever on the bill Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So it, it comes down to like the Bucks and and Manchester United type of thing now. Like two well, Bucks aren't a historically good franchise. The Red Sox are, but it's it's tough. And and you don't you know you don't want to you don't want to see that happen with the team. I mean I don't give a fuck fuck the Red Sox, but at the same time it's it's tough to to see that happen. Just watch them fall out of contenders to being just mediocre teams. Yeah, where you have, like, staple teams and leagues. Like, the we want the Knicks to be good. We want the Lakers to be good. We want Boston to be good. You want the Yankees to be good. You want the Red Sox to be good. You want the Dodgers to be good. Because, you like, like if the Oklahoma City Thunder have a good year, yay. If they have a bad year, oh, well. Like, no one cares about the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? The ones, their viewership is not, like, the NBA's viewership is not going up because of Oklahoma City. Boston though, yeah, like bro, yeah, they they can't they they're not they're a staple, bro. Like they need to be uh, in contention for the AL East every year. Like the Rays should they not do. be this much better than the Red Sox right now from an organizational standpoint. No, absolutely not. And I think if I give them my if I give a hat off to them right now, I'll give them to making the bullpen better because their bullpen was atrocious last year, and this year they've added three good arms to that bullpen. So the bullpen should be a little more you know, complete now with those, with those players there. But as far as you're hitting, that was a big, that was a big thorn in their side. Um, yeah. Some guys like Christian Arroyo stepped up and, and did good to fill in. And, but you lost Christian Vasquez. You could have got him back. They could have got Christian Vasquez yeah. back and they whiffed on that. So now your, your catcher is a mystery. It's Wong or I don't know who it is. It's going to be guy sucks there. Um, first base. They have that guy, uh, Cassis in 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 the minors, and then they have Dahlbeck, who's a horrible first baseman, <laughs> and second would probably be Arroyo, um, or Kike Hernandez could play second. I I don't know, man. They're they're. I like Kike. Scary. He's good. Oh, he's good. He's a very good player. Um, doesn't have a good batting average, but when you get to the playoffs, he he lets you know he's he's a yeah, he's he, a World he's, Series big dog to me. Um, but yeah, man, he's. They're, they're. I don't. I don't get them. They should be spending. They should be going after some of these players. Um, if you wanted to win the fans' hearts back, you would have went and got Carlos Correa, and Oof. I would have hated to see him in a red uniform. That would have been the move. That would have been, been, been an upgrade, or at least the same yeah. for the Red Sox. But you've got youth on his side. Um, you have championship caliber as well coming in again. Um, and you've got a, a more powerful bat and I think a stronger arm um, and less errors now, in my opinion, uh, from him. So 
it is what it is. They got some work, man. Blue the Blue Jays are spending more money than they are, which is insane. And I, I don't well, get I mean, it. I just don't get it. And then like the the Giants, like the Giants, they got Ross Stripling, and they got uh uh Correa, Hanniger, San Diego's been spending bread, bro. I mean Xander Bogarts alone. That's you the new hot take about. You want to hear the new hot take about San Diego? What's up? This cartel money, Xander Bogart. Not cartel money. I don't know where they get this money from. I really want to know. Like, what pet, it's cartel what money, bro. I'm telling you, it's cartel money. It's That's a money man, bro. We don't see a thirty for thirty in like thirty years about the, the cartel so running the Padres. This is a new thing I'm seeing with the Padres. I think they're like wanting to kick the tires on Fernando Tatis. I think they're wanting to kick the tires on Fernando Tatis. I think they're over his shit. They they're gonna. I mean, we were fielding offers for Fernando Tatis because you're getting Bogarts, who's a shortstop. So when it's all said and done, Fernando Tatis has to serve. I think it's like thirty or forty games um, for his suspension. Maybe it's more. I'm not hundred percent sure. It's more. Maybe it's 60. Maybe I think it's I think it's 60. No, it wasn't that um, deep in the season. It wasn't that deep. So probably like 50, 40. It's, it's, it's somewhere. It's like it's yeah. like 30, 40, 50, 60, something like yeah. that. So when he comes back, I mean, the everyday shortstop is going to be Bogarts. They're going to move the Korean guy. I forget his name. Um, Song, I think is his name or, or something. They're going to move him to Song, second. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to move Cronenworth to first because Josh Bell is gone. Hosmer is gone. Oh, Hosmer, that'll be the first baseman for the Red Sox next year if they keep him. Oh, no, he signed in. So, yeah, he's there. Um, so what happens when Tatis comes back? They're projecting him to play left field is oh. where they're projecting him to play. Put him in the outfield. Oh. Now, what does that do for your chemistry of your team? You have Manny Machado and him that were like lights out right there on the left side. So now you want to put me in left field? Do you think he's that kind of player that will buy into that? So you I think, they, think they're so. just doing and to I, piss them off? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're pissed off that they had a good team to make a deep run in the playoffs. They were, they were going for get, it all. When they made that move? And he can pop up some stupid PEDs. Yeah. Some stupid PEDs. But they were going for They went in <laughs> when they got a homeboy from uh, Washington. They were like, oh, and we, we all in now. <laughs> yeah. So now I think there's just so much firepower there that you're just like, we don't really need this kid. You know, we don't we can get this right. off the books. Exactly. And but they, imagine they, if you still had that kid, though. That's different. Like, he yeah. could be there or he could not be there. I'd much rather he be could there for imagine, me. <laughs> could you imagine him on the Yankees, though, man? If Bruh, the Yankees hell no, I don't want to see that shit. Y'all be annoying to watch for the next 10 years. <laughs> I want to see it, but... Oh, he looks man, like more would, of a Boston be... kid to me. But he he looks like a Boston kid. Good. Maybe Boston knows something we don't know, but I know the Yankees were in contact to try and um, pry him from the Padres, and the Padres were listening to an offer for it. But I think they'd be stupid to get rid of them. And I think also you you put – if it's me, you're putting um, Tatis at short, you're moving Bogarts to second, and whoever can play first. Um, but you can't, you can't give up that spot to that kid. He had the keys of the city – like – this is my biggest problem with sports, yeah. and and I preach this to you all the time. Is that we're quick to forget, we're quick to forget. It's more like, what are you doing for it's, me? Now? Yeah, it's, I know it's that memory. Up. It's called a recency bias. Exactly, and and I think with what 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 Fernando Tatis did, it yes, it's unfortunate, 
but could it could it have happened later in the season or could it have been later in his career like when he's in his like late 20s or something he's a kid still man i don't think you think he's 23 yet he's already so like this happened fuck it up <laughs> but but you've got the right guys around him you've got the manny machados you've got um blake snell you've got all these veterans rich guys, guys. they're all rich <laughs> rich too and they're rich for a reason yeah. they're super rich for a reason so you've got these guys that you know buy in on him like this is his team this isn't like manny machado is the best player on that team yeah but it ain't still. manny machado's team uh juan soto may be the best player on the team but it ain't juan soto's team it is for when you think of the san diego padres you better think of fernando tatis as yeah. that face he's the now, guy in the video games he's the one out of the commercials He's the one that sells tickets. <laughs> He's the guy. Yeah. So you can't you can't forget about this guy. And I hate when teams do that and they're like, oh yeah, you know, we can do the it's not a That's good look for the organization. Why would I get rid of him and, when I can have him? I'll hire somebody to like we gotta like yo, like Jerry Jones hired somebody to tell Des Bryant everywhere. Everywhere. So Des Bryant never got in trouble because he has a, a watcher over him 24-7. If you you can get that done for Fernando, if you really value him and you want him to be on your team still, y'all can make a really deep run and like for real, for real. You better have him and, and figure it out. Like, don't be feeling no offers, especially not to the Yankees. Like, hell no, Philly, that's it. <laughs> we'll put up with him. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have no, I have no, I have no gripe with the with the Padres. Um, I just always think it's funny that every year they they go all in to get stuff and they still can't beat the Dodgers. Well, they did it this year. They beat the Dodgers without Fernando Tatis. Couldn't um, get past the boy. They couldn't get past the Phillies. But, can't get past your boy. Um, but, it, but at the same time, I have no gripe with them. The last thing I want to see happen to them is, is them go back into the cellar like they've been for a very long time. Um, so I'm I'm happy with the with the – with the moves they're making, but if they are trying to unload Tatis, that'll be that'll be something. I'll believe that for a second. I mean, I don't either, but I'm just saying, like, I watch Twitter and I watch the real talking heads that say the right things. They got blue check marks. The beat- huh? They got blue check marks. Oh yeah, they, they verified. They got blue. Check. <laughs> they're definitely verified. But I, I follow the Yankees beat writer. He said that they were fielding an offer for. Tatis, um, but the Padres wanted way too much. Yeah. Um, and I I wouldn't pull that. I wouldn't if you're gonna trust any kind of reporter, you you trust the beat writer. Like they they yeah, that the beat writer is what got Antonio Brown kicked out of uh Tampa Bay or in trouble for uh sexual assault, whatever he did, and, and the text messages, like that's all beat writer shit. Like they putting out stories. Yeah, just don't trust just don't trust John Heyman. That's the only guy I don't trust because he don't he don't report that shit. Aaron arson judge and bullshit like that man but baseball is going to be interesting it's it's a whole different lay of the land this year it's it's and we said the same thing last year like a lot of players are Yo, moving and basketball another guy basketball had had both baseball and football had their clocks turning into the head like yo we need to be like the nba they did as deals left and right every year it's like supermax here supermax here sign a deal here three big three Football was like, yo, we gotta do the same thing. Now in football, you see players go everywhere. Quarterbacks is getting swapped left and right from like major organizations yeah. to major organizations. I mean, Peyton Manning got traded. Tom Brady's with the Bucks. Like, crazy shits happening in football. Baseball, the last couple of years, been the same shit. Like the hot stove has gotten for real. I've I've never enjoyed it more than ever. Like the how I've been enjoying it now. I was like, bro, this is. I'm waiting to see what that 
how many years this dude's about to get? 15 years? Because your, <laughs> your team is active. That's why. When your team is active, yeah, you that love too. it, man. That too. That helps too, want, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be on a team that, like, they're just sitting back and like, oh, and we signed. Oh, um, that's the raise, bro. <laughs> George Grant. George that's Grant the raise, bro. Like, the Rays are boring to follow during this time of year. We like they 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 let the players go. Good players go. No, I mean the last two years, yes, they have been. But before, dude, they made some crazy trades. Like when they did when they dealt Chris Archer away, I was like, well, there goes their bull their their pitching staff. But they figured that shit out quick. (laughs) But they got they got Austin Meadows, who was a top prospect in baseball, and they got Glass now, and they got um, another guy. Yo, next year the road out Glass now McClanahan one and two, bro. Oh. That's about to be filthy, bro. <laughs> it might be, and and they got and they Zach got Archie Eflin. back though. They got Zach Eflin, bro. They yo, Zach Eflin ain't nothing, bro. That's the oh, highest. They about to be dealing out there, bro. <laughs> he may become a side young guy. You never even know. Man. He about they, to be they, dealing they, out there, bro. I'm telling you, Tampa Bay gonna have that shit on lock. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to see um, what other moves the Giants make because now you've solidified yourself that. Correa is going to be your cornerstone. So what do you do with Brandon Crawford, who's been there forever, who won you two World Series? They're probably going to slide him to the two. Bro, the uh, NL West, the NL West is like an arms race. Like that's how it is. Like that's the only way you can survive out there. Like it's a, like a legit. Except, like you need to get big guns out there. <laughs> except the 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 pod. I mean, not the Padres. The the Diamondbacks and the yeah, Rockies, but they're, we they're talk about the, the three, the three big three. Yeah. Giants, Padres, yeah, and the Dodgers. Giants, they they out they contracts are getting signed. Yeah, Giants, the Giants will fall off and then they'll come back every year. Like it, it's inevitable. Yeah, it's they like their mood. Figure some- what, what's their mood like today? Like, eh, we'll suck this year. 107 wins. Ah, eh, we'll suck. 98 wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, next big faith that should sign soon should be um Rondon. That should be the next guy to get signed. So it's curious to see where what are his rumors. Up. New York um is high in on him. The Giants are still in on him. Um the Mets got money to spend because they were about to, they were about to get Korea last night. So the Mets must have a like Mets a plan. Clowns, bro. The Mets are clowns. Um I don't know where they have this. I think the Red Sox might be letting Bogarts go. They got money to spend too. Giants, twins, Rangers, Dodgers, Red Sox, um, and Yankees and Cardinals are all in on Rondon. Um I think the Dodgers are out now that they signed Syringard. So yeah. Thor is with the Dodgers. God, now, so I, he goes from LA to Philly back to LA. I'm like, bro, <laughs> stay on one coast. He needs he needs to he's such a dominant pitcher. He needs to give yeah. that back. And I think his training staff and uh uh with the Mets, just like I've been saying, that's why Jacob deGrom left. Yeah, all of those big name starters that have been there with the Mets are gone. Yeah, Wheeler's gone, but deGrom, bro. <laughs> We got yeah, Wheeler. But what did I tell you? Yo, we have Syndergaard and Wheeler. <laughs> but what? But what did I tell you about that training staff? The pitchers have no faith in it, so they're out of there. Not for the payday because they want to pitch. Bro, that's and then trash. It just so that's trash. That's a clown. Thor that's a clown him. show. Yeah, and then Thor hurt himself and tried to revive his career with a one-year contract with the Angels, and the Angels what they said, pitchers no are they really produce? One best no treasure. Best treasure. <laughs> Outside of Otani, there's no pitchers. They don't they don't really make pitchers in, in um LA. So if you want to be a pitcher and get revived, there's there's two places you go to. There's only or maybe three. 
there's three places. One is the Los Angeles Dodgers, because wherever they put you, you're going to be an ace. doesn't matter who you are. The Tampa Bay Rays, there's no pressure. And the third, which has always been my dark horse, is the Oakland Athletics. They will turn you into a yo, Oakland, stud yo, there. Oakland will do the same they shit. Ship your away. <laughs> they will ship your ass away quick as hell. So, I mean, due time. I'm curious to see where all these guys are going to land up. I can't wait for baseball season next year because I'm super excited. Yeah, for see, when you have a, a strong free agency uh, winter, it makes the spring that much more exciting. To, like You're like, oh, I can't wait to see how this plays out on paper. I mean – off of paper and on the actual field on the what y'all call it the field the pitch the turf what y'all call that the diamond right diamond man like we got to see how this shit really looks so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun all right move on last but not least sunday 10 a.m the baby goat versus the real goat and i know a-rod's a ronaldo guy that's cool but we know Messi, bro. When, when Messi wins this shit, he putting the stamp. It's over, bro. Like I, I called it. Y'all heard me. I called, he called it. it. I know what I'm talking, bro. He I'm said like, it. I, to me, it was. It's so like it's either they could have had Ronaldo versus Messi, but it's just two old farts. But you know how some of it's rigged or whatever. It's like yo, we gotta do Mbappe versus Messi. The teammates, um, bro. <laughs> The only thing with Ronaldo and Messi is Ronaldo won't change his style of play, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, Messi has definitely changed his style of play, and and that's why Argentina is where is that? You know Argentina, what that, the difference is that is that's like Carmelo Anthony is like uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, excellent scorer. Yeah. <laughs> All they can do is score, 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 score. That's it. <laughs> Whereas LeBron modifies his game every year. Sometimes he's playing power forward. Sometimes he's playing shooting guard. Sometimes he's guarding the tallest guy on the team because he's adjusted how he needs to play. That's how I see Messi. That's, a good that's how I see that's Messi. A, that's bro. a good analogy. Um, both play both play the sport very very well. This is Messi's um, chance to win a World Cup. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, man. Like Argentina would not be there if it wasn't for Messi because he's literally put the team on his back. Yeah, and said, "Get in my back." I mean, he scored one goal against uh, Croatia, and then the other two that were to um, Julian Alvarez were assisted by him. So bro, his beautiful pass, that that third one, beautiful, beautiful. bro. Beautiful it was pass. that his footwork, his, the way he controlled his body. I was like, bro, this dude, bro, this dude is different. He's 30, 38, something like that. He old, bro. He out oh, there looking like he's, he's twenty two, like 30, 35. 35. Like 35 or 30. Um, he's not thirty eight because Cristiano Ronaldo's thirty seven. Um, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be an exciting World Cup. Um, no, once again, right. huge huge PSG fan over here, so I get to see, uh, once again, two friends go up against each other, and Messi and Mbappe both play for PSG. Um, and it's gonna be good. Um, I still got France to win it because I feel like I got more but firepower. They're a better team. Let's be honest. Yeah. We all know they're France is a better yeah. team. But you still can't sleep on. You but still you got can't sleep messy, on, bro. <laughs> you do got messy. That's, you do got messy. Um, and the goalkeeper for uh, Argentina, he hasn't seen a lot of shots his way. I think they yeah. said that was only seen like five shots his way in the World Cup or something like that. It's, yeah. it's insane to know that they've been on attack the entire that, time. So that back end has been has been holding up, and they they on the attack all game long. 
Yeah, so Croatia versus Argentina, 3-0. It was a hell of an ass whooping. Um, Croatia just kind of showed their age in this World Cup. Um, I mean, that's, that's back-to-back semi-fours. I mean, that's a uh, yeah. semi. What do you call it? Last, what do you call it in NCAA? <laughs> the final oh, four. Semifinals? I said semi four. Yeah. Final four. Yeah, cause last the last time they were in the championship game, this time uh they're in the final four. Like that's 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 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're a good squad, man. Like Croatia, they play they play very well together. And you know, to knock off a Brazil team that was the favorite to win it all is yeah, <laughs> is is big. That's big, man. I'm a huge Brazil fan. Um, they choke, they choke big time. But Croatia, this game, the youth, the youth of Argentina definitely outplayed them. Of course. Um, and you know it's unfortunate because it's, it's Luka Modric's last World Cup, most likely. He's thirty-seven. I don't. Yo, it's crazy. Ronaldo's last World Cup. This is Messi's last World Cup. Like, there's a few yeah. guys. It's like they left. Some few guys from like our era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. last World Cup. Yeah, they. They just didn't look like they had it. Argentina came out the gates really quick. Um, and Jay Alvarez, man, I'm I'm proud of him. He can be really good. He could be a, a really good player, but um, he needs to get more playing time at uh, at Man City. That's for sure. So he's got. Uh, we'll see what happens. With that. Um, he ain't gonna get time over Holland though. That's for sure. And 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 Sterling and the other guy there. Uh, but France and Morocco, that was an exciting game. It was a hard one for me to watch because, once again, I'm a big PSG fan. Hakimi is, like, one of my favorite players. And Mbappe, of course, is one of my other favorite players. So watching those two go against they're like, best friends. It was like – I like watching I like watching players. Africa. France is Africa, yeah. bro. Like, I like to watch France Africa, Africa bro. They're, yes, fun, they're fun to watch. <laughs> as, much as, as much as I'm a France fan, like, I was rooting for Morocco to win this game for Sammy. Like, this is a big one for Sammy. And for Africa and Hull for the first first African team to make it to the to the semifinals, which is insane. But for a first African team to make it to the World Cup would have been crazy. And Morocco's just been putting people on notice. And if there's anything that I want soccer fans to know is like pay attention to these African countries. They are fucking good every year. Just because they get kicked out um sometimes in the in the quarterfinals, the round of 16. Um like they're still I blame good. all that and on Morocco, coaching, by the way. They don't have the best coaches. They have they amazing talent. Morocco, right? They have amazing to- talent. A lot of these African, specifically these West African countries, you know, Cameroon, yeah. Senegal, Nigeria, Ghana. They have amazing talent. I feel like all their coaches suck. They don't make the right adjustments. They they just fold. They don't look. They have, they have that look of Cameroon's concern. Coach, like when I it's like bad. Cameroon's coach is a good coach. Um. But this year, Morocco did it right. They they had the right coach, and everybody knew their role. And it was unfortunate for Morocco. Um, they fell short 2-0 to, to France. Um, and it also sucks that um, their captain went out. What's his name? Um, Saiz, Saiz, something like that, S-A-I-S-S. Um, he went out with a quad injury. He was hurting, so they take him out. And that happened in the first, like, I think 10 minutes of the game. They saw it. They took them out immediately. That that just sucks that you can't play that that game for your country. Um, but yeah, man, France is France is down two big players on their team. They're not playing with Paul Pogba and they're not playing with Kareem Benzema. 
Yeah, and well, Pogba, Pogba has been annoying the last year and a half or something. Uh, my dog. That's that's probably my favorite player. Yeah. Um, Boba, he's just hurt. He can't play, and so is Benzema. And if Benzema was playing, you wouldn't be able to see um, Claude Giroud fucking take Giroud's off. Like he would have been. <laughs> He he would have been coming off the bench because he's old as fuck now. Yeah. So he's still balling though. He's, he's shown that he can get his done. And and he every time I watch him play, like whether it was the the European Cup or the World Cup, he's always stepping up. Yeah. He's never like had a bad game. He got I've big game energy. Like he knows he big game. Oh yeah, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely there. So. It's gonna be exciting. At least, at least we're gonna have an exciting. Uh, oh, World Cup bro, this is this like World this is gonna be a very like this might break some records on TV. Like this is a, going to be a very highly watched game. Even Ronaldo or Mbappe, either one of them versus Messi is like a perfect setup for for like a story. You know what I mean? And sports writers love to write stories, and ESPN loves to have stories. And you know what I mean? So this is gonna. Oh yeah, this is gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be. Hella fun. I got to figure out where we're going to watch we it at, with, the, with the final eight, like, it was all going to be a great storyline. Here were the storylines if all of the final eight made it to the World Cup and won it. Morocco, the first African country to win it. Yep. Messi and Ronaldo having gold bragging rights if they win it. Yep. Football finally coming home to England. France goes back-to-back back for the first time in 60 years. Yeah. Neymar gives Brazil a six-star. Modric retired international football and style. And Netherlands yep. win it for the first time after losing three finals. Yep. Every one of those would have been great if, yep. if any of those eight teams would have, would have won it all. So, like, all I'm, stories. I'm happy with it. I've not missed one game yet. Like, I've been, like, up at five in the morning watching these shits when it was <laughs> the beginning. I'm, I'm loving it, man. And my boss, like, shout out to my boss. I just started a new job. Um, and I'm going through training, and like he's like, "Hey, when the game comes on, you don't have to do any more work." And he'll be texting me about the game all day. I'm like, "Jesus, man!" So I, I go into the office a couple times a week. We have a TV in our office, and it's on the World Cup. Like they allow us to watch the game while we're working. Like the bosses allow us to watch it because they're engaged in the game too. Oh, what's the score? Oh, who just scored? So like the World Cup. Yo, that, that shit shuts people up. It makes people watch, bro. And now you have Mbappe and Messi. Oh, my goodness. For for a Sunday brunch? Oh, my goodness, bro. I'm about to it's be drunk be in good. the mug, bro. I'm about to be drunk in the mug on Sunday. I'll be out there with my friend's jersey. Don't worry. I'll be with my little friend's jersey. My Mbappe jersey. One of the two. Don't worry. Messi, so, Messi the goat, bro. Messi the goat. I'm going to put it... I'm going to put it... Uh, France wins. And... I'm gonna put it on PKs, man. I'm gonna take it to PKs and say make it an interesting. I can see up. that. Uh, I can see. I can see France getting. I can see France scoring in the beginning, and then I can see Argentina scoring, and then in the second half I can see France scoring again, and then I can see somebody most likely Messi involved in this play scoring right at the last second, two two more fifteen minute uh, quarters. Uh, periods and then PKs, man. And France choked in the Euros. I don't think they choke here, bro. We talking about Lionel Messi he got something to prove. He's been hearing he this. Shit. This is like his, bro. Mbappe is twenty four. He gonna be to three more of these things, maybe more, maybe a fourth. But he's got a long Mbappe way to go. He already got one. Mbappe is twenty. He already mm-hmm. got one. <laughs> 
He's about to get more in the future because France is gonna be good for a while. This is Messi's like Michael Jordan '98. This is his like yo, I'm I'm about to win this shit. Michael Jordan '98. We knew that man winning the championship. We oh, there's no way Utah has no chance. And Michael Jordan was like, yeah, Utah has no chance. So that's what I'm. That's this is Messi's Jordan moment, bro. Like this is it. Like he ain't going out without that championship, bro. That championship is not leaving. Uh, uh, Qatar. If it's not going to Argentina, okay. <laughs> so I gotta go with my we'll dog, uh, jo- uh, Jordan, Michael Jordan, Lionel Messi. Two two different perspectives. I like it. So. Mbappe about to be LeBron, so we'll see if he passes Messi or not. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll so see. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's go. Be fun. Let's wrap up this show. Gonna be fun. Looking forward to it. Let's get to uh, let's get to some pickums real quick. Am I up still? I meant to count them today and I forgot. I'll, no, we're going to post these damn scores. I got to see. Like, we got the world. We're going to post power rankings uh, tomorrow as well, too. So that'll be your good morning Thursday from me. Cool, cool. All right. Miami at Buffalo. Two game losing streak, Miami <laughs> at Buffalo. Give me, give me Buffalo because I need Miami to lose. So you go with your heart and not your head. You said give you who, Miami? Yeah. No, no, give Buffalo? me Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. I need Miami to lose. That's what I meant to say if I didn't say it so, right. Who was on a two-game losing streak right now? It's at Buffalo. So if it's really cold, I got to go with Buffalo. I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to look at the the weather. <laughs> the coach from Miami was spotted wearing like some shirt. What, what did he say on the shirt? Hold on, I got like a notification. Yo, Sunday is going to be a high of thirty three and a low of twenty six, with a very high chance for precip- precipitation and wind. Holy moly! <laughs> I got to go with the uh, the Bills. <laughs> I got to. Mike Mike <laughs> Mike McDaniel's is vibing, rocking. I wish it were colder shirt at practice before Saturday's frigid game in Buffalo. <laughs> Yo, I love this dude though. He's, I love him. I, I was calling him during the summer when they made the hire. He's he's dope, bro. He's, he's I love dope. I, I I can't hate right that. High. dude. I can't hate that dude. <laughs> I wish it was cold. I wish it was colder. <laughs> Listen, there's a 99% chance for precipitation, 73% humidity, 15 mile per hour wind. During that game, I'm not. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. They gonna beat that that South Florida. Bro, they've got they they got a snowblower and Tyler Bass <laughs> kicking field goals right now. <laughs> Just wind coming at it. Bro, we talking about South Florida going up to Buffalo in on in December. We go with Josh Allen. No. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. New. Oh, yo, this was protege versus the coach sensei. New England at Las Vegas. Um, give me New England. I don't Man, have faith. I don't have. We on the Raiders. same page, bro. Really, don't have any faith. We on in the, the Raiders. same page on that one. Belichick about to clown Derek Carr, bro. Yo, he's gonna make him look like a rookie, like for real, for real, a rookie, bro. Belichick got that shit on lock. <laughs> All right, uh, a critical one. Once both of them fighting for the top of the division, Cincinnati at Tampa Bay, Joe B. Versus Tom B. 
Cincinnati's all healthy, man. Cincinnati all day. I'm going with Cincinnati. yo, yo, yo we might, yeah. we going. I'm going with Joey B, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> Joey B. I don't care if that game's in Tampa, Cincinnati, Mexico. Joey B about to whoop that ass, bro. And I, I, I was explaining to uh, somebody earlier, like Brock Purdy, this to be irrelevant. Brock, they said, "Come on, and tell Brady, come get this ass whooped real quick." We said, Brock <laughs> Purdy, bro. It wasn't pretty, that's for sure. <laughs> Joey B, who's already been to a Super Bowl? Oh, he about to tear that ass up, dog. <laughs> I'm going with Joey B on that one. <laughs> All right. Next one. Good game, too. Tennessee Titans at L.A. Chargers. Both need these wins. Um, Give me the Chargers. They're healthy, finally. They're all healthy, and and Titans are clowns. So this is the type of game that I would normally pick the uh, the Chargers, but whenever they that type of game comes on the schedule, the Titans always find a way to win that game. It makes no sense. Like Derrick Henry runs for two hundred and thirty four yards, or you know uh, Ryan Tannehill, you know throws five touchdowns. Like I'm going with the Titans, bro. Like they. <laughs> they always win these type of games and it never makes sense. Uh, Vrabel got them, hit them deranged or something. So I'm going to rock with Tennessee on that one. Last okay. one. The game ended in a tie the last time. And now it got flexed to the Sunday night football game. New York Giants at Washington. Giants have really fell off, haven't they? You saw that ask with the Eagles put on them, right? Oof. Tore that ass up, bro. <laughs> um, fuck, this is this is a neck and neck. Literally, they just They're tied. Like, they literally just tied. They're at Washington. They're at Washington. But bro, Washington don't have no kind of home field advantage. I'm sorry. That no, place I know is trash. That, but <laughs> give me, give me Washington. I like Tyler Haneke. and I feel like we don't talk about Scary Terry enough. I really feel like we don't talk. He's talk a dog. About him He's a dog. Like, Carson Wentz had that man looking bad, bro. And then Heineke came back in like, no, 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 bro. That's my that's my wide receiver, bro. I got him. And you can see Terry McLaurin's body language is way different. Just like Garrett Wilson, where uh, Mike White's out there. It's way different. So, uh, you pick Washington. I'm inclined to pick Washington as well. Uh, but the Giants really had a chance to win that game. Like, they were neck and neck. And Saquon wasn't even that healthy. With this kind of healthy Saquon, I'm gonna rock with uh, goddamn, I'm gonna rock with the, the giant and the, the Giants. I'm gonna rock with it. the Giants. I'm with I, the I and I'm I very well might be wrong, but it's Sunday Night Football. I don't know if they got the stones for that. Shit. Well, they did beat us on Monday Night Football. I'm going with Washington. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They showed out on Monday Night Football against us. So, yeah, I'm going Washington. So, we only differed on one this week. Not much movement, but, you know, I'm going to probably extend my lead by one, as usual. You said Washington for the last one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because, yeah. like, they don't show out on on uh, on a big stage. But show can, yeah, they're going to show out. They're going to show out. So, yeah, that's that's the show, bro. Wrap it up. If you got it for advice. Oh, yeah. Duh, I gotta give you the, the links. Um, Twitter, you can find us at fair underscore weather pod, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, 
just search for the Fairweather Podcast. You should find us there. And wherever you subscribe or listen to podcasts, you can catch the audio there. Now, words of advice. Words of advice from your boy Suave today. Um, outwork the work. Outwork the work. That is, uh, you know, New Year's is coming up. Resolutions, you got to start form- formulating them. But one of them should be outwork the work. Like, whoever you're competing with for a job, for a promotion, for you, you, you trying to get his girl, some whatever crazy shit you want to do. Come on, man. I'll, I'll play. I'm playing. Um, but whatever you want to do, you have to outwork the work. You gotta if the work is going is is waking up at 4 a.m., you gotta wake up at 345. Like outwork it. And that extra 15 minutes is the difference. Like at my job, I make sure that I'm one of the last people there and I reach out to a, a random candidate because that candidate is gonna be somebody that get a job. It's always that one person that picks up the phone at 546, random ass time. And that's the person that's well qualified, or that's the person that buys whatever you're selling. You know what I mean? So, I work the work. That's the, that should be your resolution. Uh, just get them shits ready. I work it. I gotta brush your teeth, eat a healthy amount of vegetables every brush day. Brush your teeth, brush your teeth, and and skip Kanye West songs on on your iPad. Yeah, your let's, let's, the, what did I say the that's other it. day? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Skip them. Skip them. <laughs>